and we are back. Hello, hello, and welcome to the DBU Athletics Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Smith. Glad you're with us for episode five. We're going to talk to women's golf today. You'll have a chance to hear from five national champions. It's a great conversation. Excited for you to hear it. Uh, But first, I want to preview what's coming up over the next couple of months. In two weeks, have a, a great coaching conversation with men's basketball coach Blake Flickner head stunt coach Callie Taylor as they talk about coaching and and perhaps how it's changed over the the past couple of seasons. After that, I'm fired up to uh, have a conversation with my broadcast partner now going on 13 years, me and Reagan Ratcliffe. Uh, Wade Morgan and the tennis programs will get their opportunity uh, in about a month or so. We'll also talk to uh, sports medicine, strength and conditioning coaches here at DBU, and we'll end things out in December uh, with three former players who are now integral parts of the coaching staff for DBU baseball. So lots coming up over the next couple of months. Please subscribe, please tell a friend, and please keep listening. So uh, let's get to today's podcast. You're going to have a chance, as I mentioned, to hear from five national champions, Julia Garcia, Olivia Mitchell, Aaron Garza, Jordan Carr, and Faith De La Garza. They are fresh off DBU's second national title in the past three years under the leadership of head coach Kenny Trapp. Uh, They beat Nova Southeastern back in May, their seventh trip to the national championships, and quite simply, one of the most consistently dominant programs in the country. They're midway through their fall season right now. They've got three tournaments ahead of them in October, ahead of that spring season where they will chase back-to-back titles. These girls are a lot of fun, so let's get to it. Enjoy the latest episode of the DBU Athletics Podcast with DBU Women's Golf, Julia Garcia, Olivia Mitchell, Aaron Garza, Jordan Carr, and Faith De La Garza. Since there are so many, I do want to make sure that everyone knows who we're talking to. Uh, So I'm going to just kind of go around the room just so we can get a face with the voice. We'll start with Jordan. I'm Jordan Carr, and I'm a redshirt junior, and I'm a finance major. Ooh, major. I'm Aaron Garza. I am now a junior, and I'm a communications major. I'm Julia Garcia. I'm a fifth-year senior, and I'm an accounting major. Um, I'm Olivia Mitchell. I'm a senior and a marketing major. Um, hi, I'm Faith De La Garza. I'm a recent alumni, and I was a marketing major and sports communications major. You guys had an incredible year, and it's really been an incredible stretch for women's golf. Seven straight national uh, appearances in the, you know, in the NCAA tournament, winning your second national championship. And I guess just let's start by thinking about last year and your overall thoughts before we dive into the specifics what are, what are the things that just jump out immediately when you think about last year from the start of the journey to ultimately hoisting the national championship trophy rocky is my first yeah thought. it was like a roller coaster i think it was more of like our like redemption kind of story because i feel like we had so much momentum after our first national championship and then it kind of was like okay, like we could do it again. And then, you know, we were out in 2022 in the first match. So it was kind of like a redemption story, but it started off rocky. That's one of the main things that sticks out to me because, again, you know, Faith and Olivia and Julie, you guys were all on the the first championship team, correct? Yes. And that year, it seemed like it was that first year, just straight domination. Like there mm-hmm. wasn't a ton of adversity, at least from the outside. And, and maybe you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but this year it seemed a little bit different. Can you compare maybe for you three that were here for that first championship and playing for that first championship? What, what did you feel like was the difference going into the, uh, into this last year? I feel like at first we just didn't have the big moments like we did in the previous years where we were just winning so many tournaments in a row, or as I like to call it, we were just running in the red all the time, just going full out, winning by a lot of strokes. And this year, it wasn't necessarily like that. We weren't winning by a lot. Sometimes we just took second. And it was clear that we didn't reach our full potential, not even close going into postseason. So to me, I was like, well, our good stuff hasn't shown up yet. It's going to show up at the right time. And it and it very much did, which was nice to see. I think... Uh... For me, it was my freshman year, and to come into a program where you just constantly win 
every single tournament we were con- we only lost once or twice um and we would show up on the tee and we knew we were going to win and everyone also that was playing knew we were going to win too like there was never a doubt so whenever it came to nationals I mean yeah it was like a little bit more of a big deal because it's the biggest accomplishment that any college golfer could even think about accomplishing but I don't think we none of us ever had a doubt like you look back at interviews and people are like oh I knew we were going to win I knew it was going to happen and you know, you think about this year and like no, nobody really thought like that. Nobody was really like, oh, like this is a no brainer. And it's never a no brainer. But I feel like we weren't as confident going in because we had such a mediocre season for us. I mean, great for some, but very mediocre for us. Yeah, especially considering two years ago, it was, yes, we basically. Won fi- we won 10 events in a row. Yeah, from start yeah. to finish, you guys dominated. Faith, what is, what is your view going into this last year? Right. I think just in 2021, we like reached our full full potential and like previous teams have gotten so close to winning that national championship. You know, people like Anne and um, she had gotten third and then they got second. And so it kind of just changed the perspective a little bit. You know, when we finally won, we were like, wow, like we finally did it. And so I think coming into this year, we were like, we knew we could get there. And so I think it was kind of a rough start, like Olivia was saying. And in 2021, we had won so much. So we were like, wow, like we're just on this train. We're going to just keep going. And this year we weren't on that same track. And so it was kind of hard to say, oh, like, wow, we could really do it. It was just like, maybe we had to try a little bit harder and more teams were, you know, getting better and they were just consistently playing the same as us. So I think we had to really just give it our all. And I want to get into the specifics of last year in a second, but for for Aaron and for Jordan, for Jordan, were you a red shirt on that national championship team? So you yes. were around it at yes. least. So what what's your feeling knowing that you at least experienced that national championship, but weren't necessarily on the course? What were you thinking going into this year? This year was totally different. Honestly, I was there in 2021. I went to Michigan and watched, and so that was a really cool experience getting to watch it all. But it didn't feel as real like obviously as this year felt playing, but even in 2022, that's probably the year that I was, had so much confidence going into nationals. I was like, we have a really good team. We're going to win. Like, this is the time. I'm like, this is going to happen. And then for us to lose, that was kind of defeating. And then all of this past season in 2023, it was kind of hard because we weren't winning. We weren't playing our best. And if you would have asked me going into nationals, if I thought we could win, like, yeah, I thought we could win, but I did not, think it was going to happen until pretty much the day of the semifinal match and we're like okay we can do this like we beat them plenty of times before this is our time and so when we finally beat them that day it was kind of like okay we can do this like why are we going to show up in the last match and then lose like that's not going to happen so it was just a totally different experience and honestly the first year it was so real for everybody but for me it was totally different this time because I actually played and got to experience it from that yeah. point of view. And Aaron, I would assume for you, it was, it's a completely different journey. And I, I oh, want to dive sure. into your, to your story uh, and how you burst onto the scene uh, yeah. in the postseason. but you're probably thinking, I just want to make that top five or, yeah. or, or whatever going into to the start of this year. What, what's your mindset going into the start of last season? Oh, I mean, I mean, t- take it back to 2021. I was commit. Like I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, they won nationals reposted it on my story. I was like, I don't even know what this means, but congrats guys. Y'all are so good. And then going into this year, after last year's, or 2020, 2000, whoa, what was 2022. it? 2022. I was, didn't make the lineup, didn't really play. I was like, okay, like my team's so good. Like they got this. And then whatever happened, happened. And then this year I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep my head down and grind this out and just try to get to the top five. And I remember talking to Julia and I was like, I don't even care what happens. I just want to be prepared for when nationals comes yeah. around. And thankfully enough, ended up working out. But yeah. So last season, you I you believe you guys won the first tournament, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I'm wrong there. Yes. But then we go to, to Robeson. And that's that's a tournament that it's an incredible um field and this team is it's going to be a chance for them to prove something and you guys I think were in eighth after the first day do you remember yes remember how seventh okay do you remember how how low you felt um after those first couple of rounds you made a run but what what were you thinking early on in the season when you're experiencing what you're experiencing there at Robeson honestly last year it was 
being in seventh was obviously not ideal. And afterwards, I think we were all defeated knowing that we should have played better. It's not like we played bad. It was just no one went low. And so that's usually what we have to rely on. Like someone's going to have the low round and like that's how it's going to be. But since that didn't happen that time, we had one round left and we're like, we can we can make a comeback. Um, and I think, I don't remember what everyone even shot, but there were several rounds in the 60s. And it was honestly good just, even though we didn't end up winning it, being able to walk away and be like, you know what, we fought back. We did what we were supposed to do in order to fight back. We were just at that point, we're too far behind, but too far gone. Too far gone. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm looking at a. It, but it was amazing. I, I'm looking at a quote from Kenny. In faith, this may be a good spot for you to to jump in and give us a little bit of insight. But Kenny says, when you play average against this field, you're gonna get beat. And um, I, I guess for for you guys, you're saying, hey, we we had good rounds, but for our standard, it was probably subpar. So what are you thinking as? You know, you know, Coach Trapp says that and, and said, basically has this high expectation and you guys just aren't quite meeting what he thinks you guys need to meet. Just Coach sets such a high standard for us and we have that standard for ourselves too. And so when we go into tournaments, usually we have two or three people every round that we can rely on and they're always going to shoot low. It doesn't matter. But at Robeson, we kind of just like we're, you know, shooting par and every other team was just like going super low. And so we're like, well, you know, how are we going to fix this? And I just like kind of remember coach sitting us down after the first day and saying, well, you've never been in this spot before. So, you know, you're just going to have to give it your, your all tomorrow. And I think kind of after that, I feel like every tournament, we kind of went into the mindset before every tournament in that mindset more so than saying like, oh, we can just kind of, breeze by and re rely on each other instead of saying like no all five of us are going to go and try our hardest to shoot low and I think that's kind of how we jumped up so high to what was it third instead of you know seventh well, yeah you guys had the low rounds of the tournament there to, to end the tournament so to go from seventh to third you you went on a, a crazy finish Olivia you were going to say something there and we cut you off oh I was just going to say me and Jordan were looking at the Instagram <laughs> A couple days ago, and I think the caption of that picture was that coach posted on the Instagram was like, took a gut punch to the throat or something. A gut punch to the throat. It was, it, was, it didn't really make much sense, but it was <laughs> like, took a, or it was like, took a major punch to the gut or something. Sure. And he was like, but battled back. And it was just like, that's kind of, that's what we did. But like at the same time, it, we, it's, it wasn't like that we didn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. Like we don't finish seventh. That's not what we do. So like we had to, we had to do something different, and it was just what, what is the it? exact it caption quote. is easy to give in when things aren't going your way. Took a gut punch yesterday, but proud of how we responded, and we shot fourteen under in the last twenty-one holes, which that's incredible, is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Was was there anything specifically that led to that turnaround, or was it like, hey, we're actually a lot better than this? Julia? I think it was just um, expected. So when it when something's expected of you, you just kind of have to mm. do it. And it's not like we've played good at ropes and in the previous couple times too and so it was just like all right we need to prove something like maybe you know we already have that mindset of like oh we're not gonna win at ropes and it's like no like let's change that mindset so i think too when you're down as far as we were after the first day you almost have nothing to lose you know, you can play free. Yes. You can go for the shots that typically aren't comfortable mm -hmm. and you can try to make things happen. And I think everybody did that. I think we tried to play to our strengths and take more risks. And it clearly paid off to go 14 under through 21 holes, which we just said is pretty incredible. Um, so I think playing with that different mindset helped for sure. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but as you look at there's a couple of different tournaments that I, that I do want to talk about. But is there a moment and maybe it is Robeson, is there a moment where it was like things started to click a little bit more when you think, hey, we're playing better and we may not be where we want to be right now, but projecting ahead, I think it's going to be pretty good in the future. Was there a moment where it felt like things started to turn around a little bit? This might seem really late, but I feel like regionals. I was going to say the That's, same. Yeah. Regionals <laughs> for sure. We were on our home turf and, um, you know, you have an advantage on that course if you play it every week like we do. And for it to come down to the wire and for Olivia to have to make countless birdies coming in and everybody having to get up and down and 
make a bunch of pars or save whatever they could just to get us to tied and then to go back out there and go to that first playoff hole and just put it away really fast, I think showed everybody that like, okay, they, they can do well in a lot of different situations. They can do well when they have the lead and especially when they have a really big lead, but they can also show up and fight whenever it's not easy, whenever the lead isn't big, that whenever it's down to the wire, you have to do something that this team can also Mm. do that and we can hold our own. And we did. And you know, holding that trophy and seeing everybody throw the water up for yeah. regionals, I thought was really cool. And in that moment, I was like, okay, like this fight that we all just showed everybody, if we take this into nationals, I think we can make it all the way. Because that's one re- week removed from conference, correct? We had two weeks. Two weeks between, removed. Yeah. And and you guys weren't didn't win conference. And so I'm, I assume, I mean, golf's such a heady sport and you can just get messed up in your brain so easily um but but what are you where's the confidence at whenever you are going into to a region a g-cod probably helps that you're playing there but where is your confidence once you you know you got two weeks to sit on losing in in conference i think one of the biggest things after conference is the team we lost to in conference is the same team we had to play a playoff hole against in Mm. regionals and so conference yeah that sucked but as we walked into regionals we were not going to let them beat us. Like, no. But we, after we ended up having to go into the playoff, they didn't realize what was going on, still left out on the golf course, the girls that were sitting on the green. And, like, my group had finished. You mean your own team or the opposing the team? The opposing okay. team was cheering and being, like, basically like they won. And we're like, it's not over yet. We still, like, Julia was still on hole three, and she got up and down out of the bunker and – her playing competitor messed up and so we forced a playoff and it's like they thought that they had done it and so at that point it's like if you think that you're going to walk out of here holding the regional trophy like that's not going to happen so then to be able to do it on the first hole was truly amazing i want to talk about that um because you can read articles about it but it's hard to put yourself into like that type of comeback so julia when you're You've got pressure on you uh, and you've got to turn some things around and uh, take us through that moment where, you know, she's just talking about a whole three where you're able to kind of salvage and, and, and then get get hot. What, what's what's that like for you? So I knew that it was coming down to it um, when our graduate assistant, Brayden, is staying with me for my last three holes. I'm thinking something's up. And then when I see our assistant, Garrett, coming up to my group, like running up to my group, I'm like, OK, something <laughs> is I, I have to make this make this work. And the only thing that was going through my mind during that moment, I was like, not only myself, but everyone around me has worked too hard Mm -hmm. to not pull this off. And, you know, Coach Trapp has made us hit this bunker shot a million times. I was telling myself I've hit this shot a million times. Give us the give us the situation. What what distance were you out of the bunker? um, So I was probably 20 yards from the pin. And it wasn't really like an easy shot. Um, I was kind of short-sighted. I got on the wrong side of the hole. I was just telling myself, if I can just get it out and just Mm -hmm. barely get it onto the putting surface, it will roll right down to the hole. Um, So I just had to trust myself and did that, put it to two feet, made it. And then um, my competitor for the other team that thought that they had already won, she had to make a four-footer to put us away. She missed it. Um, And they didn't know that yet, so driving back up in the golf cart and seeing them all happy. And then when everything finally finalizes, like it all just stops. It was just a really funny moment. Faith, Faith, I'd love to hear your perspective on when that happens. What are you thinking when, when Julie is able to pull that off and force a playoff? Well, I was on hole one. So Julia was like way in front of me. I couldn't, I didn't know what was going on. And then I had Olivia on like 18 and I'm like, what's going on? Like my family's there. And then Hannah actually, she got off work early and she was like running down hole one to come see me play my last hole, which was like a really amazing moment for me too. And I'm just like freaking out. I'm like, what's going on? Cause the last time I saw a coach was like three holes ago. And he's like, we can do it. Like something, something's got to happen, but we can do it. And I'm just like, what's going on. And then finally I'm like trying to update the scores. I'm like walking back to the clubhouse thinking like, Oh, it's over, like whatever. And then I had no idea what's going on with Julia. So that was just an amazing moment. We're just all trying to figure out what's Julia doing. How is she doing? Did she make it? Did she miss it? And so that was awesome. We were just all at the clubhouse seeing, um, 
updating the phone and stuff. And so then when she knew that, we we're like, all right, it's go time. We we need some redemption, especially since we had lost to them the last couple of weeks at conference. So and we got it. We got our redemption. Explain just the playoff scenario and, and what you guys had to do once once we went into the into the playoff and how you were able to ultimately capture the the regional crown. So in a playoff, they do since there's five of us five of us from each team. They split us up into groups of two and three, and so we started with our group of two, which was Julia and Faith, against three of their girls, and so you get to drop one score just like normal mm-hmm. on per hole, and so we I think we're down one after their three girls and our two had finished, and so there was me, Olivia, and Brooke going we had to play, which was actually kind of crazy. Nine out of the 10 of us hit that fairway, which is literally, I think the hardest fairway to hit. So that was kind of crazy, but then, do you have any idea how wide the fairway is just to give us some sort of an idea of how hard that is to hit? It's no more than 25 yards. Yeah, probably. Really? 25. Okay. Yeah. And, and this is whole with that kind of pressure, whole one, whole one with that kind of pressure. Like you're shaking over there and you're like, all right, I got to hit the fairway. Yeah. got to hit a good <laughs> shot. And so then they, I think all three or two of them had hit the green. One of them missed the green on, or no, we only were playing with two of them. One missed the green, one hit the green. And so Olivia had hit it short of the green. Brooke hit it on the green and I hit it close on the green. Well, Olivia went first and Olivia chipped in. So made birdie. An and amazing like, shot. So then we had tied it up again and the girl that was chipping, she ended up making a bogey. So then we kind of had like a little bit of a cushion Yeah. because at that point we were ahead by one. Brooke two putted. I made my putt for birdie, and we ended up. I think I guess that was winning by two. Mm. So it was kind of just so surreal. Like when she chipped in, we're like, "Oh, this is over." <laughs> I was close enough to where realistically I shouldn't have missed it. So, it, yeah, we're like, "Okay, we got this." We're like, "Brooke, all you got to do is two putt. Come on!" And she's like, "Okay, I, I can do it. <laughs> you got it." We're like, "Okay, it's downhill. Like hit it soft." But it was amazing experience and it was kind of redemption too yeah. not just like as a team yes but then also to force the playoff we would not have had to force a playoff if i had made my four foot putt on the last hole and you just wanted to make it me. interesting yeah coach was with me and he's like if you miss this then we lose and if you make it we'll force a playoff well that was actually if i missed it we would force a playoff and if i made it we would just have won mm. and so i missed it and i was defeated i'm like i just lost this for our team and then i that's when i heard i'm like wait julia is still out there and she still has to finish and faith still had to finish so it's kind of like okay another shot another yeah. chance so when you're able to celebrate that regional championship knowing that you're going to nationals at that point for the seventh consecutive year i can imagine the emotions what's what's that like for for any of you to experience I think for me, I was just ready to get back out there and show everybody that we can win again, and we absolutely should. Um, I was also just trying to soak in the moment. I, I don't know about y'all, but whenever you get up on the tee box and there's somebody announcing your name every time and where you're from and your family's there, it's just a really cool experience. And the most exciting part is match play, obviously, and being able to make it through every round. I was telling Aaron um, in the hotel room right before the last round, I was like, I'm just so glad that I get to pull out this outfit, like our last day outfit, because I didn't get to do that last <laughs> year. Um, yeah, the outfit um, that we like to win in. So um, It's like tiger red on Sundays. That's yours? Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Getting away a little bit from just the, uh, I guess, the, the tournament itself, how do you deal with pressure? How do you deal with the anxiety that comes with one swing, all eyes are on you. I've got to do this to try and win a national championship. What's what do you do? What what do you do to to try and get through it? Maybe I'm taking notes for my own golf game, but what do you do to try and uh, and and make sure that you have that slow heartbeat? Well, I don't know that this probably adds to the pressure, but like you are playing for something that's so much bigger than yourself, mm-hmm. which is more rewarding than just going out and playing during the summer or doing anything by yourself. Like you're playing for a team. You're playing to represent a university. We're playing for our God. Like, there's just so many more things that are so much more important than the actual golf that we're playing. And, yes, it's a it's important to play well and to put up a good number and to um, 
you know, support your teammates. But like, it's just, it's a way that you carry yourself. Like people see DBU on the golf course and they're like, those are nice girls. Those girls are honest. And, um, cause golf is a, literally a, a, you're your own judge. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're, we're honest, we're nice, we're, we're quick. We, you know, we, we get our, we get the job done and we do it in such a way where people want to be us. And I think that that helps with the pressure that you know that you're doing something that is so much bigger than you. Which is completely different from golf in general, because once you're done here, unless you're playing like in the Ryder Cup or the yeah, Arnold Palmer sure. or whatever, like you're playing for yourself. So that, yeah, that's that's got to be completely different than what you're normally used to. It's different, but it's, it's like I said, it's more rewarding and, and you feel like you have a purpose. And um, I mean, that might help with pressure or not, but for me, it's, I, I might be having a bad day or I might be not performing the way that I want to be, but I can... I know that Jordan isn't going to do anything bad or wrong. Like I, you know, there's like a certain time where I'm like, Jordan's not shooting over 73. Yeah. Like, or, and I'll think that about my teammates. So like nobody, nobody is like alone in their like struggles or their bad days. Um, Cause like you're talking about conference and I made an eight on hole 16 at conference to lose to this girl. And you know, I'm, I'm upset and it's like, okay, well, I'm really upset. I can't believe I did that. I feel like I lost for my team, but like not one person ever made me feel bad about it, ever made me think that it was my fault. Like Jordan was like, I could have won my match too. Like it's not your fault, but everyone has those moments in team golf where it's like, oh my God, I missed that putt and we lost by one. I think that's such a big thing that happened this season. Like we all either, we blew it like, you all had your moments. We yeah. all had like we all had our moments. Olivia, that's for sure. the week before conference, I, th- yeah, at Lynn's event, I hit it in the water like two or three times and made the nine, and we lost because of that. And that was on my second to last hole, and it was kind of one of those things where it's like I cannot believe that just happened. I literally just lost it for our team, and it's like you have to you carry that, and you're like because of me we lost. But then everyone after is like, it's not because of you. Like we all could have mm-hmm. made that other putt. We could have all anything throughout the three rounds we play. Sometimes we like to focus of, oh, it was this one hole. But we played 54 holes and yeah. every shot, that one inch putt is the same thing as the one drive that you hit 250 yards. Like it's not like we all look at them as they shouldn't be equal, but they are. Mm. So I think too. I think why we're so understanding of everyone whenever we, I mean, we've all had our moments where we've messed up or we've come up short, but everybody on this team, not just the top five, everybody works so hard and tries their best to put their best foot forward. And we're human. And sometimes that just doesn't happen. You're not always going to pull it off. You're going to fall short. And everybody here sees the hard work that is put in. And it's it's just hard to get mad or frustrated when you know that your teammates are putting their heart Mm -hmm. and soul into this. And, um, I think we're the hardest working team in the entire country. And I think it's been like that for a lot of years. And that's why we've had the results that we've had is because no other team works harder than this team right here. So that helps too. It's like that at practice too. Like we compete at practice all the time. Coach will say, okay, we're going to have this four footer. If you miss it, y'all all will run. Mm. And so it's like, you're cheering for your teammates to make the putt. They miss it. Well, we're all going to run together to do our punishment for it. But then we're going to come back and they're going to put it again. And if they miss it again, well, then it is what it is. But it's just kind of like we build on that together. We put each other through the situations to make it tough. So that way in the big stage, you asked earlier about how to deal with pressure. Sometimes based on how we do things in practice and qualifying, it's honestly more scary at practice or qualifying than it is on the at the course. Yeah, I was going to say that too. Like qualifying, you're competing against your teammates that are the best in the country. And then you see another team, you're like, oh, well, I compete against like girls who not necessarily are way better than you, but like the competition is way more there in qualifying than in a tournament. The pressure is way more there in qualifying than in a tournament. Yeah. And Oddly I've, enough. I've, I've been able to walk the course with you guys before in a qualifying and it's, yeah, the competition is through the roof. And uh, Faith, I know you're, you're not in the room with us. So I want to give you a chance to, to chime in on everything that we're talking about here. Piggybacking off of what they were saying. And I think Olivia said it really good. Like you're playing for something bigger than yourself. And I feel like, Coach Trapp has engraved in us that, you know, it's not all about you. Yeah, golf is an individual sport, mostly, but 
in college, you're playing for your teammates, you're playing for your coach, you're playing for the university you're representing. And I think it's just something bigger than you. And in those pressure moments, coach has put us in those situations in practice to where you feel that pressure in practice. So when you're out there on the golf course, it's like, this is nothing, you know, obviously playing for a national championship is obviously going to be a little bit nerve wracking, but I think just hitting those pressure shots, you're like, okay, this is bigger than me. I'm going to make this because I know Jordan would make it for me. I know Aaron's going to make it for me. I know Julia's going to make it for me. I know Olivia's going to make it for me. And so I think it's just something bigger than yourself. And you kind of just have to be selfless in that instance. So I hear team, 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 team. And that's where I want to focus next. And I want to focus on Aaron, if we can. We can go a million different ways when it comes to the national championship. And I'm going to rely on you guys to, to take me on that journey because, again, I wasn't there and I don't know what it's like to, to be a national champion. But Aaron... When did, before I even ask you anything specifically, tell us about just the unique nature of your journey last year, where you're trying just to to make the the top five or or top whatever, uh, to going from that to competing in a national championship. Yeah, I mean, I had high highs and low lows, you know, I, what was the first tournament I played was the regional Mm -hmm. preview, and I got third, and I was like, here we go, like, I remember (laughs) coach had a whole spiel someone needs to step up someone needs to step up so I thought I stepped up I was like oh third will yeah third count third third will do that so then I got taken to the next tournament and that was national Mm. uh preview and you know rolled with the punches there didn't think I played bad and then from there I didn't play until nationals I don't know I mean I had times where they're they're being left like I'm being left they're going to tournaments and I'm just at the chipping green 9 a.m you see people go to breakfast you see people come back for breakfast like just grinding it out keeping my head down phone calls with parents like I don't know why I'm not being taken I'm still playing in these qualifiers I'm still shooting decently good shots going to uh lessons like just grinding it out and I'm like I don't understand like I don't know and I just hit a point and I was like you know what like I'm just going to like there's I'm just going to keep on practicing like for some reason like I was the alternate for conference and at that point I was hoping coach didn't put me in for match play because I was like I don't think I'm ready for this like mm. I you watch your teammates just go out there and I'm like how is Faith hitting it to four feet on the last hole when she knows she has to birdie this hole to win or whatever I'm like I don't think I can do that like the confidence was not there but I don't know we had that opening after regionals coach was like okay here we go like we're gonna do a little we were like are we qualifying are we not he was like all right Aaron Brandy Brook you're gonna go out there and play one whole sudden death playoff for nationals I was like well all this practice that I've done that nobody's seen that I've just been doing by myself it's either gonna pay off or it's not and um luckily enough I birdied that hole which I didn't even need a birdie all I had to do was par I birdied it, and I still didn't know what was happening. I was like, oh, well, he said if you win that, you know, you're going to go play the fifth spot, but that's never guaranteed. I feel like that was, like, my mindset behind all year is, like, I'm not promised anything. Like, I do not deserve anything, and, yeah, that just got me through. But, and then you get the call to be on yeah. uh, in nationals or, yeah. or on the team. What's, what was that like when you finally knew that, hey, I'm going to get a chance to play for a, a I national mean, title? I played, we played the practice round. I did not do good. And even on the first uh, tee box of the first round, they had Brooks' name down. Hmm. And I was like, for like a moment, I was like, wait, am I not supposed to be here? Like, is this <laughs> not what's supposed to be happening right now? It was a little confusing for everyone. But, you know, I just feel like, with the whole the way the whole year went, I was like, all right, this is my time. Like, I'm going to do this not for myself, but for my teammates, not for myself, but for all like the hard work I've put in through the like past two months, three months, or whatever. But yeah, it was a lot of pressure and it was really scary. But I had like the best teammates and my parents were there and coach was so supportive and Braden and like it was just unreal experience for sure. Yeah, the other four of you have that experience that Erin was striving for. So as you see her grinding, what are you thinking about what what she's having to go through? Well, as she kind of like none of us saw it. Sure. So me, jo- Jordan, Faith and Jules, like we we traveled all year. We were I mean, you could we were like the four. We we, we played in every tournament. And you know, it's kind of hard when you have an interchangeable five constantly. So we and we and we need to rely on that five because 
you can't play the your best golf every single time you step on the golf course it's just not realistic and that's why we were struggling so hard in the beginning and kind of towards the middle was we we wouldn't string together three good rounds all four of us because you take four counting scores out of five that's how your team score is computed but um so we never saw Aaron working because Aaron was getting left at home and whenever Aaron was here she was practicing and we were playing so we didn't really see any of this work that she was putting in and then you know she gets put in basically last second we figure out our five the night before and you know you can also sub now he didn't even tell us that she was the fifth we literally looked at the t-sheet and that's yeah. how we found yeah out. we that found morning, a t-sheet like know. we found out, we found like, out. by looking it up ourselves is that you, when you, you never, found out yeah you never want to assume but i was like <laughs> oh, okay well i just think being a coach is just so hard for golf in specific because you're picking only five people and you can't just you know soccer or volleyball you can just sub someone in at the tournament but like that does not happen at tournaments that he has so much pressure to pick the right five at the right time and he just has to trust you to be able to you know be there for your team and then also like we have to trust him to make the right decision so I think just having that pressure like he didn't know it was just up for grabs and I think obviously he made the right decision and we are very thankful for his thinking process his, mind. his wisdom <laughs> his mind the wisdom of kenny trap all right we, we we're already starting to run out of time a little bit so i want to get to national championship uh night before you're getting ready and i can't imagine the nerves that you're feeling what's what's the the, the mindset is you're you're one maybe 12 hours away or so uh from taking taking the course taking that first swing and uh trying to to win your second national championship I think one thing that helps is, um, you know, coach said this to me on the tee box two years ago and it really stuck with me. And he said it again this year, too. He tries to remind all of us that we were made for this. Like he has said, he's like, you are made for this moment. Like um, and so to have someone like him who has been um, a star at other things, too. He was a very good baseball player. And, you know, now he's a scratch golfer. He picked it up in the last 20 years and is really good. And so for him to say something like that to all of us, I think really gives us a lot of confidence to know, like, we can do this and we are prepared. And um, it was nice to have all of our family there. I think everybody had at least one, if not multiple parents there. Um, so we had all the support behind us. We had all the work. We had our coach behind us. Um, so I think that's what really helped going into the last day for sure. I know for me, like, I remember talking to Jules in the hotel room before every match. I'm like, Jules, I'm not supposed to win this, right? <laughs> and she's like, no, like, these well, are, I mean, not necessarily, but like, these are matches where they, for me personally, they thought they could win. Mm -hmm. Like, they yeah, don't know my stats because I didn't play. So I remember going into the last one and I was like, okay, well, I tied one and then I beat one and here's this six foot blonde girl. I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, I guess I can do this. Like if the time is to do it is now. So honestly, I think it probably helped you that you didn't know who she was and you yeah. didn't know these things. You didn't know how she, that girl played. Yeah. The rest of us. Stay out of your head. They're throwing girl. out first and last names. And well, I'm like, I don't even know who this girl and is. And Aaron's like, I don't know who she is. So whatever. And like and coach, can just walk out and yeah. do it. Coach would tell me like every time I see, like saw him, he was like, "The pressure's not on you, Aaron. Like yeah. you're not supposed like not that you're not supposed to win this. He was like, you're not expected. Yeah, to. I mean, logically or statistically, like the pressure was on them. Yeah, for sure. So to I was win, like, okay, la di da, and that was my mindset. I love that. <laughs> as weird yeah. as it sounds, there's way more pressure than in that sudden death qualifier. Or, in the stroke play than it was match play for me because okay. I didn't know what was going on. I think going into the final day, after the day before and us beating Lynn. That was amazing. such a highlight. You can enjoy that. Oh, that's yeah. that was, that's that amazing. That so Quite good. honestly. That was the best. Um, we drove to the host hotel to get our um, police escort to the course, which is kind of a cool thing that they do at the national championship for the final match. So we had a police escort, and as we drove there, we passed a sign that was on a church that said, you are a champion. And, like, the other team wouldn't have seen this because the way we had to come past our old ho or our hotel to get to where we were going. And it was kind of one of those things where, like, we all saw it. And then if those that didn't see, like, we took a picture and sent it in our group chat, and it was like, today's our day. Like, we got this. And so, like, that was kind of like a 
a sign, I guess, that it was kind of like, we got this, like we know, even the sign on the road said it. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was totally surreal. Then starting the match, for not many people to maybe not know this, but my first hole of the match did not go very well. I made an, an eight. I hit it out of bounds from the bunker. And from there and this on is out, right out of the out of right the out shoot, of the yeah. gate, first hole. The people behind me, Olivia and you, Aaron, yeah. um, their tee times got delayed because <clears throat> I was taking so long mm. to find my out of bounds golf ball. That was really sad. And so, literally from the get go, I was three down through one, and I the rest of the day was an uphill battle, and obviously did not win my match. But it was one of those things where about the back nine, coach was like, "You just need to finish. Like you've." keep fighting. You never know what's going to happen. That's the nice thing about metal match play is every shot does matter. So kept fighting, made up some deficit, but it was one of those things where I actually had to really rely on my teammates. And as we said earlier, sometimes it would have been hard where, you know, you have to rely on your teammates, but you put a lot of pressure on yourself. My score has to count all these things. And it was kind of an eye-opening experience for me where I'm like, at this point, it's out of my hands. Like, I can do nothing more. I was seven down mm-hmm. through seven. I was going to lose. And I really had to rely on my teammates. And I asked the rules official, I'm like, do you mind if I get on my phone so I can check scoring? And she was like, I really don't care. I'm like, great, cool. So I'm just refreshing the page every shot. I'm looking behind me, watching what Aaron's doing. And I'm like, did you win the hole? Like, what's going on? And I'm, we had like little hand signs we were doing to each other to mm-hmm. see what everyone did. So that was honestly a totally different experience than I was expecting going into the day. But I really wouldn't have it any other way because it was an eye-opening thing that would lead into this year, too, of trusting my teammates. Maybe the biggest story, and I'm looking at Olivia here, <laughs> the biggest story of the national championship in my mind was you go to a to a baseball game right before, is it before the second to last round? You, you, already, you told before the last round and being Olivia, a ball comes right towards you. Are you at a Cardinals game? Is that right? Mm-hmm. And it just yeah. hits you right in the face. And yeah, that, yeah, tell us that story, please. Because it has a happy ending, but it's probably not fun for, to think about now. For <laughs> everyone else, yeah. But um, we split up because Coach wanted to go to the game and there weren't however many seats we needed together. So me and who was it? Jules and Aaron and Jordan, our trainer, and Brooke, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. We were sitting, it's like right behind first base. It's where we're sitting. I don't even know. We're not even paying attention. We're just like, we're just like not really watching the game. Just just kind of having a good time. And um, keep in mind, Olivia is telling the person in front of us that she is going to catch a foul ball. I'm so (laughs) excited about it because this is like prime foul ball position. So I'm like ready for it. Well, one comes our way. It's like a little pot fly right where we're sitting. But it wasn't like coming at me until it kind of tipped off somebody's finger. It was like maybe two seats in front of us. And um, it hit me in the face so hard. I didn't even. Erin says this and it's so funny. She's like, you know, it hurt so bad because like not one bad word, (laughs) not one was said (laughs) when I was hit in the face. Like I was just I was holding my nose. I was talking to Jordan. I was like, Jordan, my nose is broken. My nose is broken. It wasn't bleeding, and then I took my hand, and it's just blood oh. everywhere, and whatever. I was, you know, you can't. I, I had to play. We yeah. got the ball, by the way, guys. Good. Ball yeah. is secured. It took a she long time to get the ball, it. but I got that it. That should go right next to the national championship trophy. It should. It has blood all over it, which is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> it's lovely. But like, I had to play, so I kind of, you know, just kind of scrubbed it off. I'm like, oh, I'm okay. My nose is so swollen. My eyes, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have double black eyes in this picture when we win. And I'm like, this is going to be horrifying. Well, I never got a black eye. My nose probably swelled like two times the size of what it was. I still have a bump on my nose. My nose is crooked now. How did you play the next day? I just taped up and played her because there was not an option. I had no option. Step up. And so I just... Played. I mean, I didn't play very well. I mean, I was tied with the girl or whatever. One, but I don't actually remember. But like, I could have really won it individually. Like, I really could have. But like in real, I don't really. Care. I would much rather lose individually to win with the team because, like, what does that do for me? Nothing. Because I'm, I don't. I'm experiencing it by myself. So, but I lost pretty badly. 
but it's okay. I'm fine now. And you got you got the title. So let's go into that that final round. And you told us a little bit, Jordan. But from uh, we haven't we haven't heard from Aaron or, or Julia going into this final round in faith. You as well. Um, what what's what's going on? Yeah, I mean, for me, I saw Jordan off the first hole, and I was like, uh oh, okay. I thought it was the other girl, so I was like, oh, this is great. Figured out it was Jordan, and then I was like, well, here I go. I'm gonna have to grind this out to pick not pick up her slack, but be there for my teammate. And I just, my girl, she had the, she had the hooks. So every time she pulled out her driver, I was like, yes, this is good for me. I'll get into the rough. Okay, here we go. And I was, what, four up through nine, made like a 70 footer. And I remember seeing the screen. I'd love to be able to casually say I dropped a 70 footer. (laughs) It was crazy. I don't know how that happened. And um, saw the screen. I was like, it was like DBU tied. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to have to keep on going because you never know what's going to happen in this form of match play. So I was like, okay, mate, got another, was five up through 10. And then homegirl started figuring it out. And I was yeah. like, well, it's anyone's game. Cause you, these next few holes were kind of hard for me coming down the stretch. And then I, you know, lost a hole here and there. And then I remember not, I didn't see Braden. So I was like, okay, now I've learned that something good is going on up there if I don't see Brayden. So um, made some made a smart decision on 16 to – she went for the green because it was a drivable green. And I was like, okay, if I pull out my driver and snap hook it, I could lose this hole and then it could be really bad. Because I think I was like three up at this point. Mm. And um, made a smart decision. Brayden wasn't there. And I was like, oh, well, um, here we go. Just chip it. You know, tied the hole. Went to 17, par three. Once again – I've had pass where I it can go anywhere on this hole. I was like, okay, just keep it nice and easy. Almost made my birdie putt. And then I had no idea what the this, this score was at on 18. I was like, just hit the fairway. Coach, on the tee box? Yeah, I had okay. no idea what was going on because, like I said, Aaron doesn't know nothing. And then I <laughs> walked up there and I was like, okay, just hit the fairway and it will be okay. And Brayden was like, coach will be up there with you. I was like, okay, cool. Hit the fairway and I see coach and I see, like, I'll never forget and the like bold white letters, it's like DBU's up. And I was like, oh my gosh. I knew, I knew the whole round. I was like, once I get to 18, I will know if we won or lost. Like, I will know. So I like had that like getting me through all day. And forgive me, who's behind you? Anybody at this point? Or are you Olivia? Olivia's. So okay. she's like, you know, by the time the fourth girl comes mm-hmm. in. And I was like, okay, oh my gosh, we just won, we just won a national championship. Like, unless I royally screw this up, like we're winning. <laughs> and then my girl went for it in two. She, like, birdied the hole. It didn't even matter. I was like, we just won. And Coach just, oh, my gosh. I'll never forget, like, the look on his face. Like, I was like, this was, like, every struggle I went through, like, this was worth mm-hmm. it. He told me he loved me on the 18th hole after I made the putt. And I was like, wow, I've never heard that before. Like, <laughs> this is great. Oh, my gosh. The best feeling, like, looking around and seeing your family and seeing, like, the looks on everyone's faces. I'll never mm-hmm. forget. It was awesome. Julie, I love watching you because you never look like you're enjoying being on the golf course. I know you you are, and <laughs> you're you're a stone cold stone cold killer uh, when you're out there. Being able to follow you, but uh, did you even were you able to keep your emotions in check too? Um, well, for me this year at nationals, I had uh, a very big goal. Um, historically, I have not been very good at the whole match play thing. Um, <laughs> And I talk about it with them all the time. Uh, Somebody always likes to career it on me or make an eagle from 140 yards out on the second hole. That's just usually what happens. So I was telling Aaron um, after winning two matches in a row in quarterfinals and semifinals, I was telling Aaron the night before, I was like, somebody is going to have to carry me off in a stretcher before I lose this match tomorrow. Um, And started off good. I got up early and then um, had some bad holes on nine and 10. And I think on hole 11 to just three bad holes. And um, I just was reminding myself of all the work that I've put in that I just beat, you know, two good girls 24 hours ago. There's no reason why I can't beat this girl, too. Um, And so we were actually tied going into um, hole 16 which was the drivable par four that aaron mentioned before and where's the rest of the match at this point so uh we're we're tied at at this point um so i had i had saw that and i was like okay um if i can pull this off i'm 
pretty confident that Aaron is going to keep her lead. She's got a good momentum going. Faith, I know, is not going to let it go either. Not, you know, for her last year, I was like, I know Faith is going to hold on to this. So at that point, I was like, it is pretty much up to me. And then um, I decided to go for it and drive that green. It was downwind. I was just off the side. My competitor chunked it in the fairway. She made bogey. I, I made birdie. So we went to two up. And I was like, all we have to do is just par the last two holes. And thankfully, coach walked with me for my last three holes um, just to keep me centered um, and was able to par 17 and 18. And I was able to win three matches for my team, which is something that I've never done before. Um, so that was really, really big for me. I felt like I finally did my job and being even though Faith was technically the oldest, she was the, the fifth year. But also like I, I was a senior as well. I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be there to help my team. And I haven't been there to do that in the previous years. Um, and it was honestly just something that kept me up at night or I would just be doing my homework and I'm just like, why do I keep messing this up? Like sharing a hotel room with her. Oh my gosh. After a round, is it tough? Jules, it's going to be okay. I feel like all golfers are kind of head cases, right? Like, isn't (laughs) that the nature of the beast? Sorry, Jordan, I cut you off. She made the birdie on 16. I couldn't see 16 and I think Aaron and I were next to each other in opposite fairways, but we heard the scream and we're like please please that please be julia's mom like really like i'm like that was a really excited scream we're like i'm like that is our team like, i know to it be julia and i'm standing over there and i'm asking the rules official i'm like i can get on my phone right like i'm gonna update it right now and we're that's when i realize i'm like okay she's two up got it in the bag just have to yeah. get to the whole 18 that's all i want to do i just want to finish faith for you you get to uh to cap off a career with a second national championship when you realized it uh, how good did that feel i think it didn't really set in until the end but i think going into postseason i had been you know talking to julia a lot and like i just really want to make this count like it's our last time and it's set in and postseason i'm like wow like i'm not going to be able to do this again like i don't have a sixth year i don't have a seventh year i wish but i was like well Let's just make something out of it. And I think on the last hole for me, coach makes an effort to always walk with the senior or if it's their last hole of their career, um, he makes an effort to walk with them. And so that was just really bittersweet for me. And coach came up to me and I'm like freaking out because I only have a one shot lead on this girl and I have to win because I know Julia is winning. And I don't know what's going on behind me. And he's just with me. He's like, I'm so proud of you. You're amazing. And it's all in God's hands. And I was like freaking out. And I'm just so thankful that he was there. And, you know, I got to end on a good note. And I got to see Julia in front of me win, and all of my teammates win and celebrate behind me. And I just, it was just so surreal to be in that moment. And I'm just so thankful for my time at DBU. We'll we'll wrap it up here. But for you four that are in the studio hearing Faith say that, and I know that's the way that you all would love to to cap off a career is, hey, another national championship. But it had to feel like an extra cherry on top to do that for Faith, knowing that this was the final round that she was going to have. Well, I mean, she decided to come back, first of all. I mean... She didn't have to do that. I mean, everybody that uh, had their COVID years had a big decision to make. And for her to choose to come back and to be with us and to work hard for another year and to put up with you know everything that we have to, to have to do, um, I think that made us kind of want to fight for her to be like, okay, like this fifth year is not going to be a waste. Um, and we had already experienced it too. And yeah. We did talk about that a lot, me and Faith, uh, this year. Uh, I feel like we talked about it a lot at first because I thought it was going to be my last year. So we thought that we had to go out on top. And so I told her, I was like, you know, even though I did decide that I was going to come back, I was like, I still really would like for you to go out on top because that'll just make you feel like you did everything you could during your time. And uh, we met up for lunch recently uh, after work, which was just strange, <laughs> um, in itself, but we were just saying like, you know, she felt like she did everything that she wanted to do. Like, I don't even think faith that you said that, like you shed a tear over the whole thing. Cause like you were like, so fulfilled with everything that you did. And we were just so glad to be a part of that and to help you get there. 
Faith, for l- looking out here. We're trying to make you cry. Uh, looking here at, at some of these girls um, who who may be playing their you know last year, um, and I guess not everybody. Who 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 had how many years do we have left in here? This is it. This is it for you. Uh, yeah. Okay. So for for the ones that are you know you have the ability now to look back and uh, a little bit of hindsight, but what what would be your advice going into whether it's a, a last year or the the last two years? What 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 do you feel like is the biggest piece of advice you'd give these girls here? I think something that I strive to do my last year was just cherish everything. You know, even outside of golf, you have long lasting friendships. I mean, literally all four of these people are going to be part of my life and. I just cherished every moment I got with them. I got with coach, just everyone in general. And I think just making sure that you understand that you have so much more life left, but you only have one year of college left or a couple years. It's just really important to just cherish it and cherish the people that are around you because everyone is, you know, they take advantage of, oh, like I want to get older. I want to graduate. Like, no, it's, it's such an amazing time in college. And I would just say to cherish it and just have the best time of your life playing with your best friends. I, it's nothing's better than that. So especially under such a great coach, you can learn so much from each other and it just builds your character and just makes you into a better woman in general. So yeah, I would just say cherish it and just love your life. Love it. I'll open this up. We'll end with, with this and whoever wants to to chime in on it. But as you, as you go into this year, knowing that I'm sure the goal is I want that third national championship, but um, what is it that, that you're most fired up about? Um, not everybody has to talk here, but uh, just what is it that you're most excited about going into uh, this, this next year and uh, really trying to, to win back-to-back titles? I'm just excited to get back out there, yeah. honestly. It's been so long since we've all competed together. It's been a long time since I've played a really long tournament, actually, um, since May. Um, so it's just, I'm just so thankful to get back out there with, with my team and to show show everyone that, you know, we may have had people graduate and we may have some changes in the lineup but we're still just as talented and everybody is back ready to work hard like nothing has changed we're not all celebrating all the time and resting on our laurels and just kind of taking it easy like some people would if they accomplished something like that like we're the exact opposite we're like no there's still so much we need to improve on and there's still so much for us to do so I'm just ready for everybody to see all of that yeah I think no one knows how like much it actually takes to win a national championship like it's a lot and you know we know we know what we have to put in and I still I feel like yeah like we are the best but we still try to prove ourselves to everyone each day like to coach to each other and yeah I mean I'm excited for this season after winning two national championships every team hates you like they (laughs) want to beat you more than anything they might like us off the course but on the course all they want is to literally destroy us so um i guess playing this season there's a target on our back and if we ever just give in and like take a day off type of thing take a week off we're gonna get beat and none of us want to get beat we saw what that was like last year we still had a target on our back because we had one in the past and so, like, it took all the way up until the spring for us to fully get back to knowing that we could win. But the target was on our back, and we did get beat. So going into this year, knowing that the target's on our back, knowing we've been through that and we know how to face it is really important. And then also, um, Olivia and Julia have been here, like, my whole entire career. So this is our last season all together mm-hmm. before then – I'm, I'll be a fifth year and yeah, this one will be. it'll be like my last or the, my fifth year will be with the team that I did not start with, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So that'll be just, it's just a fun final year, I guess. So, and yeah. I got two graduate. people to do it for. So <laughs> yeah, it's not just one, not just one. two of us, two of us need to need to end with another one. Well, let's do that. Let's win a third one. Back to back. Yeah, this this has been awesome, and uh, the the insight into five girls that have won a national championship and handful of that have that have won two is uh, is phenomenal. So thank y'all so much for doing this, and, and best of luck going out and getting that third one, and then back to back this year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.